Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Christopher, and you are listening to God Over Everything, GOE, with me, your host. Before we begin, let's pray. Thank you, God, for another beautiful day you have made. Please use me for your honor and glory. You bless everyone listening, learn something about your word, and puts it into practice every day. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Let's begin. Our enemy goes by many names. Satan, Lucifer, the prince of demons, the father of lies. The Bible doesn't give us an exact timeline of Satan's origin. Rather, what we know of Satan's beginnings comes from passages written by the prophets Ezekiel and Isaiah, which passages Bible scholars believe detail the devil's fall from heaven, Ezekiel 28 and Isaiah 14. The prophets, the prophets tell us that Satan was an angel known as the morning star, translated as Lucifer. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 14. It says, You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You are on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. It says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. As an angel, Lucifer walked on God's holy mountain and was anointed to serve God as a member of the guardian cherubim, among the highest rank of angels in God's holy host, second only to the seraphim. Ezekiel 28.14 that Lucifer was ordained a cherub was no small honor. In heaven, the cherubim hold such a position of cholesterol prominence that God himself sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 37 verse 16. Sorry if I'm pronouncing the words incorrectly. Isaiah 37:16 says, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, the one who dwells between the cherubim, you are God, you alone of all the kingdoms and the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Lucifer's pride led to led God to cast him out of heaven. As a creation of God, we know that Lucifer was created good. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. Genesis chapter 1 verse 31 says, Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now let's go to Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 13. Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 13 says, 
You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, ox, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. In fact, scripture asserts that Lucifer started out as blameless in all his ways and as a model of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Now let's go to Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 12 through 15. It says, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, the sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You are the anointed cherub who covers... I established you on the holy mount of God. You went back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till inequity was found in you. Further, God's ordination of Lucifer as a cherub demonstrates that God trusted Lucifer enough to give him a position of power among the heavenly angels. Ezekiel 28:14. However, Lucifer wasn't satisfied with the power and gifts God gave him. Instead, Lucifer wanted more. Lucifer became so consumed with pride over his God-given splendor that he became corrupt and violent, no longer willing to serve under God. Ezekiel 28, 15-17, which we just read, and Isaiah 14, 13-14. Let's go, let's go there to Isaiah chapter 14, verses 13-14. Isaiah 14, 13-14 says, For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation, on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. However, oh sorry, we're not there. This sense of superiority led Lucifer to use his free will to scheme to be greater than God and to assemble an army of angels to help him carry out that plot. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 17. Ezekiel chapter 8 verse 17 says, Your heart was lifted up. Because of your beauty, you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 14 verses 13 to 14. Again.
Isaiah chapter 14 verses 13 to 14 says, You have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mountain of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now let's go to Revelation chapter 12 verses 3 through 4. Revelation chapter 12 verses 3 through 4 says, And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his head, on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. Now let's go to Revelation chapter 12 verse 9. It says, So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Thus, Satan's sin was one of pride in rebelling against God and attempting to take from God the praise and glory reserved only for the Lord Almighty. Pride tops the list of sin that God hates. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 16, verses 16 through 17. Proverbs 6, chapter 6, verse 16 through 17 says, These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. The pride that the Bible condemns doesn't refer to feelings or accomplishment over a job well done. Rather, pride in the biblical sense refers to being so obsessed with yourself that your mind never turns to God and your heart never seeks Him. Let's go to Psalm chapter 10, verse 4. Psalm chapter 10 verse 4 says, The wicked in his proud conscience does not seek God. God is in none of his thoughts. Wow. Fortunately for us, Satan's prideful scheme to usurp God's throne failed. As punishment for his disobedience and the grave dishonoring of his angelic post, God cast Lucifer out of heaven by hurling him and his army of fallen angels to earth. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 14 verse 15. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 15 says, Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol to the lowest depths of the pit. Now let's go to Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 16 through 18.
By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned. Therefore I cast you as a profane, profane thing, one of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your inequities. By the inequity of your trading, therefore I bought fire from your midst. It devoured you, and I turned you to ashes upon the earth, in the sight of all who saw you. Now let's go to Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. So it says, So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and singing, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him, and condemning them, unfortunately, to hell. Let's go to Matthew chapter 25, verse 41. I'm going to read that whole sentence again so it makes sense. As punishment for his disobedience and the grave, dishonoring of his angelic post, God cast Lucifer out of heaven by hurling him and his army of fallen angels to earth. And condemning them ultimately to hell. Now let's go to Matthew chapter 25 verse 41. Matthew 25:41 says, then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you, cur you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Jesus confirms that the devil's fall from grace is like likened into the lightning from heaven. Let's go to Luke chapter 10 verse 18. Luke chapter 10 Verse 18 says, And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And the Apostle Paul alluded to the devil's fall when he warned that God did not spare even the angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 says, For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. Once Lucifer was thrown out of heaven, he realized that he didn't have the power to directly take God's throne from him. Instead, Lucifer set his sights on overpowering God in another way, by tempting God's children to abandon him, which is us. At this point, the morning star known as Lucifer, became humankind's adversary and accuser known as Satan. Wow, all that is really interesting. I did not know that much about the devil. I'm learning along with you guys. This is really interesting. So I learned in all that I just read that Satan, also known as Lucifer, was in heaven with God, but he tried to be like God and no one is like the Lord, our God. And so God's cast them down to heaven along with the angels that joined Lucifer. That's really interesting. So thank you guys so much for joining me. Next time we're going to talk about what the devil is here for. what he, How he tempts us and how we can fight back.
All right, guys, thanks for joining me. Join me next time. Bye.